turn it is whatever welcome to weezer has turned and left us here oh my god hey matt <laughs> hey sarah that was we spent the last half hour trying to get this to work and uh um, anyways what, yeah what, yeah weezer has turned and left us here what it's wh- one of the what fun is this things, podcast one of the fun things about recording uh remote remotely well i don't know if it's remotely we're both remote I suppose we're both in different places we are recording yeah. over the internet and sometimes you know stuff just doesn't work but you guys didn't even need to know that. You wouldn't have known if we hadn't said anything. <laughs> no, but we will tell you that this is the podcast where we discuss topics about Weezer. Yeah. Adjacent we're not here to, to talk about the internet and about, how, it's, how it sucks. has problems and computers are bad. But, you know, uh, they enrich our lives. Yeah. yeah. This week we are going to talk about the film Holiday in the Sun by the Olsen Twins. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not talking about... Starring them. So, so we're not talking about, um, we're not going to talk about mall rats. We're not going to talk about, we might talk a little bit about frozen too, but no, no, everyone's been clamoring for holiday in the sun. So, (laughs) oh, I never Uh, listened to that frozen song. (laughs) Oh, I listened to like half of it. I think you have to see the movie. Anyway, we'll, we'll eventually we'll ask our guest who is, uh, we will introduce in a minute because I think he may have seen, well, I don't know if he's seen Frozen 2. We'll ask him. Yeah. Um, but, well, what have you been up to? Like, like I said last week when I had so much that I'd have nothing this week, and uh, that proved to be true. Oh. Um, Didn't you get sick, though? Yeah, I got sick. I you know I played soccer on Saturday. Usually I play on Sunday. But then Sunday I went to, uh, I went to the sports bar to watch some football with my friends because uh, our teams were playing at the same time. And we figured, oh, it would be fun just to go hang out. So I went there and I was starving. I hadn't eaten all day. And then I got my food and I was like, oh, I'm not even hungry anymore. And oh, weird. And then like I ate like half of it. Like there's got chicken tenders and I ate half of it. And I, then about like halftime, I was like, I got to go. Like I don't feel good. And then I was just like, I was just aching and oh, weird. had a fever, but nothing nothing else like i wasn't sneezing i wasn't coughing I, you know i didn't have any stomach trouble it was just that i was feeling uh, achy and feverish was the football flu i guess so because <laughs> by the next morning i felt you know i didn't feel 100 percent, but i felt good enough where if i woke up like that i just i wouldn't think anything of it hmm. but yeah so then uh, i guess that's the most exciting thing that's happened <laughs> Well, I have almost nothing. It's been one of those weeks for me, too. It's just been bit really busy at work because um, of certain things and events we have going on. And, uh, but it did rain here. That was, I guess, the most exciting thing. Yeah. It rained. Uh, I forget what day. Oh, was it like when? What is today? Thursday? I don't know. Tuesday? Who can remember? But yeah, I had to actually use my umbrella. I just bought an umbrella like a couple weeks ago. Not that I didn't have one before, but I had one and it broke. Cause I used it in like a, on a windy day and it just like snapped it. <laughs> so I got a new umbrella, used it. Um, and that was exciting to actually use my umbrella. So, 
Uh, yeah, but I am, I, I don't like rain when I have to go out in it. I like yeah. being inside in my apartment and looking out at the rain, but it's like, you know, I park a few blocks away from work in this parking garage and I have to walk in the morning. Um, my cat is chewing on my headphones. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, as much as I was tired of the hot weather and the fires and everything, we never really got fall. We had like two weeks of really great fall weather and then it just got cold and started raining and no, I want more fall. <laughs> so, but at least it washes my car for me. So that's yeah, exciting. Now, now that I have a car that I care about being washed, you know, like, <laughs> it, you know, it's sprinkled the other day. I'm like, Oh man, I have to go get my car washed. Like, it's good. Right now it's, it's everything with my car is new and exciting. I'm like, Ooh. Oh, I'm going to go get my car washed for the first time in, 15 years <laughs> i have a question does snow wash your car in the same way that rain does because no, snow I mean, is just frozen water no because it, it melts differently and plus when there's oh. snow then usually they you know salt the roads and everything so oh yeah and then when it, the snow melts i mean our guest probably knows better than us oh uh, yeah that's true should we just uh yeah you let's have more you want to talk about no we? i got nothing <laughs> just weather in LA. It's not interesting. Um, yeah, but our guest, you may remember him from a previous episode. I didn't look up which number episode it was. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> um, so I'll just, or do you remember Andrew? Oh goodness gracious. I do not remember. All I remember <laughs> is now I feel like a bad omen because like last time Matt's cat was sick oh, and now yeah. this time Matt got sick and I'm like, I'm now worried that I am bad luck. Uh, and we had the issue. Did we have an issue? Oh no, no. That was what happened last time is we had to just postpone it a day. I was like, did we have issues with cast last time? Or sorry. I didn't mean to like call out cast like that, but you know what? <laughs> I think it, it was them. <laughs> Look, we use cast. It's great. Anyway, Andrew Roebuck is our guest today. <laughs> Forgot to yes. mention. Yeah. Hello. Thanks can for being confirm, on. Can confirm there's lots of snow here. I can oh. open my window and there's just tons of snow. Yeah, because um, you're in Canada. I am in Canada. Yes. And Canada is the great white north. There is mm -hmm. a lot of snow and it sucks to walk in because mm. I walk to work because I'm a crazy person. Uh, but, you know, it's... It's like it's like the movie Frozen, right? <laughs> yes, Frozen exactly. Wait, uh, there's lots of Weezer songs in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, before we get to talking about Holiday in the Sun, because I know you're just clamoring to talk about. Yeah. Oh, I actually, can't wait. Um, I can't have wait. you? Did you see Frozen too? No, not yet, because I specifically was like, I don't want to watch it until like I want it to be fresh. If I'm ever invited <laughs> on this podcast again to talk about ah. Frozen, I'm like, oh, I want to just watch it fresh. Even though I really want to see the movie, I'm just like, I want to see it fresh. <laughs> the, see, we should have we should have done that this time then because it's get, relevant. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't worry. Look Wait, again, Holiday as in the I'm sun's saying, relevant. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Holiday in the Sun is very relevant because all I want to do is be on a beach right now, so <laughs> it, it works. It's relevant because it's all about the 1%. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the 1%. Right? <laughs> Except they're all in the 1%. I don't really understand. Um, but, but They no, should uh, be taxed. <laughs> but I, I never saw the first Frozen. So I, I, I've heard so many good things about Frozen too. Like legitimately people seem to really like it. But I want to watch Frozen just so I know who these characters are. You know, if I'm going to watch Frozen 2. That's, so, that makes sense. That's probably a good, I, good idea. Yeah, and I don't have Disney Plus, so it, it may never happen. But <laughs> uh, well, should we talk about 
why we chose this. Why did we choose? Actually, do want, we have one piece of housekeeping that we have to oh, do yeah. before. I forgot about that. We promised people. Yeah, we, we promised people this. that if you uh, that if you leave us a five star review on iTunes, that we will read it. Yeah, and, uh, we got Ooh. one. Which oh, oh my god, so. nice. We're reading it within the first 10 minutes, so that still counts as reading it at the top of the show, I <laughs> yeah, would This say. is from uh, somebody with the screen name Sagan Gersaba. Oh, I know that. Well, I don't know that person, but they're, uh, I think I was friends with them on Pokemon Go. And I, <laughs> anyway. I, believe, I believe they're from All Things Not Weezer. From <gasps> what? Because their, their review is A-T-W-H-T-A-L-U-H, a.k.a. All Things Weezer has turned and left us here. Oh! <gasps> Matt and Sarah are the perfect host to discuss what we all know in our hearts. That Weezer is okay, not bad, <laughs> mediocre in a good way. There's too many phrases for that to work. Or there's too many phrases that work. This podcast is a great dive into how this band has forged a career spanning two and a half decades, surviving all phases of popular music. Love the guest spots mm-hmm, and they occasionally have and, uh, re- and revealing how a lot of people have a Weezer story. Yeah. And thank you, Sagan. Oh my God, Sagan that's so, wait. Oh, do I know and, who they? I'm and, like bl- now. I'm like wondering if I really. <laughs> I, I don't know who were they on the boards. Do you think it was that just their name and I don't remember them? I don't know. Well, if if they know, then oh, they should be on, on the, Sagan. If you want to be yeah. on the podcast, <laughs> to talk about the boards, and, let us know. And uh, just keep saying nice things about the guest spots. Uh, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> we love having guests on. It's so yeah, much fun. we, we want to do more of that. So if anybody's mm-hmm. listening that has a computer, USB microphone, and everything, <laughs> computer, uh, <laughs> computer, <laughs> and you know, let us know because unfortunately, like, mobile doesn't work for whatever reason. It does. Wait, what doesn't? Mobile. Oh, yeah. I wish that cast, uh, I wish that people could phone in to cast and we could do that, but it's not a thing right now. Nope. So just calling out cast. Yeah. Maybe they'll listen. Outcast. (laughs) This is not an outcast podcast. (laughs) The outcast. (laughs) That has to exist. But sorry, I I stopped you before we could get into the meat of this episode. Before we get to talking about this film because I feel like it's so perplexing. I just need a moment to, to explain what, why did we decide to do this one next? Cause last time we talked about the movie Angus, whichever may, episode may, that was, it was episode 19 on 19. September 11th. Oh, oh God. Oh, uh, well, okay. Oh, um, uh, maybe I'm a bad luck omen. Um, oh but, <laughs> um, I think, I think we, maybe somebody assumed it was like a Christmas movie or something. Like, I feel like maybe it kind of is. It kind of is. Wait, there, what? No, it's not. Well, it's a winter is, movie. There it's is a winter snow. break movie. Uh, it is oh. winter break. And and there is a scene where they go to an airport and it has the most fake snow I've ever seen. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Snow sequence. effect. Uh, but, yeah, so I guess that's kind of relevant. Oh. <laughs> it's as winter-themed as Frozen 2. Because uh, well, yeah, no, it's, it's after their last day of school, so it's right this time of year. Oh, yeah. Weird. Okay. So actually, this is more relevant than we thought it was when we decided, <laughs> let's do the dumbest movie possible. We found it. <laughs> um, oh, and this was released November 20th, 2001. So almost, we're almost recording this. We're recording this like two weeks after the anniversary of the release date of this movie. The 18th anniversary. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is weird. That is that is a weird yeah. sentence that this movie yeah. is 18 years old. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> There's a lot of weird things to do with this movie. Um, yeah. So uh, b- before we started, have, have, 
Either of you seen this before <laughs> this episode? I no. don't. I don't think so. I I had a younger sister growing up, and she like loved Mary Kay Nationally. So she there's probably, no way I can like yeah. fully rule out the fact that I like haven't seen this before. Mm. Um, <laughs> but like, I feel like I would have been scarred for life if I had seen this movie <laughs> prior to this point. Uh, so I don't think I've seen it. No, I think. I, Matt, you had never, you've never seen it, I imagine. No, I, I, if, if anybody would have seen it, you know, not to be sexist, but I would have assumed it would be yeah. Sarah because well, it's aimed primarily at tweens. Yeah. But even, you're too old for it still. Well, and no, Sarah loves holidays. <laughs> in the sun specifically. No, um, but I, I do remember, I feel like I do remember people liking Mary-Kate and Ashley, I think, but there were certain things that I just didn't get into, like... I don't know, like, for example, a lot of people really liked Power Rangers and I never watched it. So it's possible that this I'm not too old for this, but that well, I'm too old for this because I think when this movie came out, it was 2001. And so I would have been um, 16. So that's definitely it's not that's not the the target age range for this film. Um, Although it's around the same age as the Olsen twins. I think. Um, But yeah, I, I think people were into them. People around my age. It's not me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I I have never seen a never. single Mary Kate and Ashley movie, and oh, I was the, very. The Pete's, the, the, is is there like a good one? I, oh, I found a list of <laughs> somebody made a list ranking Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's best movies. Oh um, man, the the one where they make pizza should be the number one because I remember <laughs> that vividly. It's become an internet meme now because like people have like slowed it down, but they sing like "Give me pizza" and they like slow it down so it sounds like some like weird satanic thing. I'm gonna make a masterpiece of pizza, a work of art like the Mona Lisa. It's gonna be high like the Tower of Pisa. But to get there, you don't need a pizza. Pizza. P-I-C-C-A. Give me pizza. Um, did I happen to say, I want pizza. Oh, but I remember it. My sister had that v- VHS and she like wore it out. Every time we'd go over to my grandparents' house, I'd just walk in the door and just like, give me pizza. What's it What's it called? Is it, does it have pizza I, in the title? I have no idea. I don't even think so. I think it's probably like, ah, oh, respectable dinner at grandma's or something. Like, <laughs> Is I don't it know. New York Minute or? <laughs> no, 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 no. New York Minute was the only uh, theatrical release one. And I'm pretty sure I have seen that one as well. Huh. Because I'm looking yeah. at this this person's list, you know, obviously okay. subjective of the best Mary Kate and Ashley movies. They put Holiday in the Sun at number four. Oh wow. <laughs> this is number four? Oh god. <laughs> number one is Passport to Paris. So that was oh, I think that was the one before this. I think they yeah. were two in two thousand one and that Passport was to one. Paris hit Blockbusters nationwide in nineteen ninety nine. And by Blockbusters oh, they mean, mean the video rental chain, not that it was a blockbuster in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, these are all direct to D V D. Yes. Except or, or, for New York Minute. That or VHS? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they would have, I think, they would have been both. It was at that time when they were doing both still. The, yeah. It wasn't in theaters is the main thing yes. to say. Yes. yes. Um, so one of the reasons we decided to watch this too is not just because it's called Holiday in the Sun, which is similar to Island in the Sun, but because... Island in the Sun is actually in this movie quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, 
They really got their money's worth. <laughs> Although they, they never played the song. Times? Yeah, they never played it the song in its entirety. But they play it, I think it's three times. They play it once at the very it's, beginning. It's like literally the first, the first sound in the movie. Mm-hmm. hydrogen come from? The carbon dioxide or the hydrogen dioxide? And then it kind of stops and then they play it again as the credits continue and then they play it a third time? Is that the very end? Yeah. Um, And I found something very interesting about this. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you found the interview with Rivers where he talks about this. Oh, no, no. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I found this on rockdirt.com. I don't know uh, <laughs> what, what website this is. That sounds like a reputable website. Um, but they're quoting, they're saying that Weezer frontman Rivers Cuomo tells Playboy magazine in the forthcoming October issue that Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen covering the group's Island in the Sun was, quote, hilarious to him. I have a sick sense of humor. I think it's hilarious. I enjoy a lot of things that seem to piss off our fans, he said. <laughs> asked if he'd stoop any lower, Cuomo said, Rice Krispies called and asked me to write a commercial. <laughs> what did they cover the song well <clears throat> they did you know if you look on youtube you can find a cover of theirs but it's not in this movie which is uh. confusing i don't understand why there's a cover um i don't know but yes there that's, is a cover on youtube that's strange yeah the whole thing's strange <laughs> uh but yeah so so rivers did this just to be funny i guess well, and to make money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it to make money. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, every time someone's like, yeah, I did it for the lulls and the cash. Like, you know, like clearly the cash was involved. Capitalism. But he does like to do things that piss off the fans. Yeah, That's and fair. it's like, That's I don't, like, are there songs in a bunch of commercials? Like, I don't remember Weezer songs in commercials. Uh, That's a good question. I'm going to Google that while we're looking. That could be an episode. Do you think this would actually piss off any fans, though? Because, like, they wouldn't have seen the movie. Like, would this be, like, hitting up the message boards at the time then, or? I think people on the message boards would have been mad. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Plus, this is, like, right after they came back, and. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I I mean, I'm looking up Weezer songs and commercials, and the only thing I can find, I think it was later on that they did that. I mean, we covered the State Farm jingle oh, yeah. um, that they did, and that was an amazing song. Like a good neighbor. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think people would have been would have been mad about this. But people are always mad about everything. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is true. This is the true. only background that I had on this from before we get into this fine piece of film is uh, you know that it was directed by someone named Steve Purcell, and he mainly directs just concert movies. Uh-uh. You know, just live. You know, just basically recording people doing concerts. And then, uh, but he also did a few Mary Kate and Ashley movies, including one in Rome and Getting There, which Ooh. were right about the same time as this one. And he most recently directed a special about the Dodgers uh, for PBS, uh, uh, a, a documentary special about the Dodgers. Hmm. So, and I asked my friend who covers baseball and covers the Dodgers if he'd saw it. And he said, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> huh. Huh. I mean, he, he's improved then. Yeah. I mean, he's got to all right. Yeah. 
I should have asked, is it 90% montages? <laughs> <laughs> is there any black and white dance sequences? I mean, is it is it 30 minutes of movie packed into 90 minutes? That's the question. <laughs> with, with, all, with all 30 minutes of the plot happening in the last 10 minutes somehow? <laughs> Are one of the Dodgers falsely accused of being a pirate? <laughs> um, by the way, before we started recording... Uh, Andrew and I were wondering how old some of the actors were because all the the male actors in this who are supposed to be teenage boys look very old. And I did oh. look it up and Mary Kate and Ashley were fifteen. Like they say in the movie. Yeah, and the and the two male leads, I'm not sure which ones they are, were twenty and twenty one. Oh, oh my creepy. what? No. Yeah. Oh okay. I don't like it's this. it's interesting. That yeah. means my note stands because every time one of them would talk, I'd be like, someone call a parent. Like yeah. all of my notes are like, get away from those children. Although it does explain why that one kid is like a marine biologist or whatever when he's like well, supposed to be 15. Even in, the canon, even in the canon of the movie, like if he has a job, like if he's working yeah. at a resort, he has a job, he lives there. Like even in the canon of the movie, the dude is probably like 18. Yeah, because he, so he, he has no parents. He never says his age. They never say the age of the dudes. They never say, oh, they're also 15. It's just like, hey, it's these guys. Like, they probably are, like, 20. And, and like, the parents just don't care. Like, they're too busy going down water slides to, to, to do <laughs> Going on jet anything. skis. <laughs> going on jet so, skis. So I'm trying to figure out a way to talk about this. It's in a through line, which is weird because there's no through line in the movie. <laughs> Well, let's let's start by kind of describing the basic plot, uh, which good is luck. <laughs> so. So Mary Kay and Ashley are two rich people, <laughs> two rich spoiled their, kids. Their parents are rich. They want to go to Hawaii, but they go to the Bahamas instead, and then it makes them sad. <laughs> oh, what a travesty, guys! Like what a travesty. <laughs> so, Dad, where are we going? Hawaii? Are you gonna send us there to hook up with our friends? <laughs> no, we're not going to Hawaii today, girls. We're going. Somewhere much better. I'm taking you to Atlantis. Um, they want to go to Hawaii with their friends for uh, for winter vacation, for Christmas vacation. Instead, they have to go to the Bahamas with their parents when mm-hmm. they're 15. Their parents were going to let them go to Hawaii alo- <laughs> alone. Their parent, these are terrible I, parents. Yeah, they are terrible rich parents. Like they're like they probably have a nanny most of the time. Like, and they well, wouldn't bring her on vacation because they were terrible rich people. Well, they have that. Who who's picked her up? Picked them up from I the? Don't know. Uh, was that oh, like his God. supposed to be his assistant or something? I guess it must have been like a butler, someone underpaid. I, I first I thought it was like his new wife, but then I saw that he. Was was still married so and I his no wife was, was in the Bahamas <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the wife was pre-gaming in the Bahamas this whole time See, I, actually I kind of like that this episode is just us like randomly saying stuff that happened because it fits what this movie was <laughs> I mean look this movie barely has a plot this movie was I have a theory that this movie and maybe I haven't seen any of the other Mary Kate and Ashley movies but at the very end they're like where are we going next so I assume it's just like each movie is in a new location. It feels like a tax break to go to. Yeah. Tax break or wherever we want to go on vacation. This whole movie feels like it was loosely based around a vacation. (laughs) I feel like the resort had to have sponsored this in some way. Right. Cause like they, they were all these credits. Yeah. Oh, nice. There's all these like longing shots of this that made me feel like I was watching like an early Disneyland VHS tape that like (laughs) tries to get you to come to the park. And I'm like, 
There's no Mickey and Goofy here. I'm not going here. This is lame. You got water slides? That's it? Why would I want to go here? Right? It's Atlantis. And, like, give me fish people. And rich people. Um, but they they do mention, yeah, Atlantis, which is a real resort. So they mention it by name. Like, they're definitely trying to, you know... They definitely had some deal going with Atlantis. Yeah. So, and they're all over the end credits. So I wonder if anyone's ever done one of those, like people will go to like uh, famous locations and movies. Like I've wonder if anyone's done like the Atlantis <laughs> American <laughs> Ashley tour. Where they're just like, Oh, this is the, cre- this is the pool where those creepy dolphins were at. Woo. Oh God. Those poor dolphins. Oh, poor dolphins. that was very, that did not age well. Like guys, no. we're not supposed to keep dolphins in captivity anymore. Uh, <laughs> Wow, but, 18 but it years. Had, but it had at least years. one water slide. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we should also mention, so so yeah, they get there. Uh, like, it's so weird because, uh, so this is, was this Megan Fox's first film role? I believe so. And I, I was surprised because, yeah, I was like, what? Megan Fox oh, yeah. is in this? Film debut of Megan Fox. It's in the trivia on IMDb. Oh, okay. I was looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird. You got to start somewhere. I guess. I guess you have to start somewhere. And they, it's it's extra weird because this being her first like role, when they do that weird end scene where they all add her character and a yeah. character's like refers to her by her real name. But like if you had not read the credits and you would not know that this real person is named Megan. Right. Like the it's end so credits weird. are. I mean, we'll get to talking about that, I'm sure. But that was so this whole movie was so bizarre. Like they, they seriously just had, I, they just got a bunch of ideas, threw them in a bowl. They'd pick one out and saying, we're filming this today. Yeah. Well, it was exactly <laughs> like the end where they throw a dart at the map. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, but just with their a story. Of like, <laughs> a bunch of plot details. Just be like, and oh, it landed on fake pirate plot. Okay. <laughs> so we're fake pirates. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I so, feel like, like you mentioned that you asked if, uh, you know, the, the resort, you know, paid for part of it or mm-hmm. something like that. I feel like the, you know, the government in the Bahamas did also because they made sure to get in there. Don't steal our antiquities. Like, yeah. the, <laughs> like make sure <laughs> we'll give you a tax break if you mention that very casually and then all of a sudden make it a serious plot in the last 15 minutes. I mean, I guess I learned something there. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. It is educational in that way. And also, don't make our prisons look too bad. Make them look <laughs> yeah. bad to scare people from doing crimes. But don't make them look too bad, you know? Well, that would explain, that would kind of uh, lend some more evidence to maybe the kid actually being 20. Because I kept wondering, oh, he's like 15 and they locked him up without a trial or anything? So maybe he actually is like 20. <laughs> I yeah, because oh I kept thinking God. that he was, in in my head, I didn't think of him being older. I thought, oh, he has to be, he's supposed to be like 16 or 17. Yeah. But then I'm like, where the hell are his parents? Why aren't they like worried that he's in jail and yeah. Bahamian jail? Uh, yeah, it raises so many questions. This whole movie raises a lot of questions. Like um, why? Yeah. So, so Megan Fox is in this and she's the bitch. Uh, but it's funny because Mary Kate and Ashley are also kind of bitchy. Like they're, they're all the, mean girls. 
they have they also have like lines to like respond to her and like they don't make any sense like there's one where like uh megan fox is like being very angry at like a attendant trying to get like uh get help from the attendant and they messed up her luggage or something and then she like goes back and then mary kate's just like mary or ashley i honestly i cannot tell them <laughs> apart i don't know is like next time get a number excuse me oh were you in line Brianna Wallace. Messages, please. Certainly, Miss Wallace. And how is your father today? In the casino. Wondering why this is taking so long? I'm sorry. Thank you. And thank you. Next time, take a number. And I'm like, what does that mean? What do you mean, get a number? I'm so confused. Well, Is this the DMV? Oh, yeah. The thing about not being able to tell which twin is which, it was so weird how there's... I, I don't know who he is. He's like their friend. He's the one who's like interested in, in one of them, but he's like, he tries <laughs> oh. to help the other guy. He holds up the signs and the guy reads it. And so that, that guy, the whole Cyrano de Bergerac, like that was on the dartboard. And yeah, but, but it, it's weird because that guy is like so into one of the twins, but he like, doesn't even notice the other one. <laughs> they look exactly the same. I mean, I know it's not all about looks. It's about personality, but they have the same personality too. So it's just funny how he says hi to one and doesn't even say hi to the other one. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a, that, is, that is a good point because like they don't have anything that differentiates them as characters really. Like yeah. other than the love interest and one of them can ride a horse, I guess. Like I don't even know I, because I got very confused. There were times where I didn't know which one I was watching. <laughs> And I already have face blindness, okay? So when they're twins, like, it doesn't even matter. But I even got confused as to, like, which guy was interested in which one and then which one they were interested. It was so confusing. And so and, and when they got to the resort, the first thing they do is, hey, can we go to this party by ourselves? <laughs> The yeah, fifteen-year-olds, this, this in, man on the beach, just yeah. like pretty much asked me to be in a taken situation. So like, I and know none of you are. Leaving. Didn't he come in on a parachute? <laughs> Did he? I don't even remember that. <laughs> he might have. Either way, I'm like, no, well, you are staying away from my. Or, or no, no, not a parachute. Like the things where they drag you on the parachute behind the boat. I oh, think uh, paragliding? paragliding. Yeah, uh, or whatever. It's, yeah, he he came in on that, and then he had flyers for the party oh yeah and he says hey girls do you party (laughs) yeah and it's like that means that means hey do you want to go do some coke yeah (laughs) oh no (laughs) somebody help these girls and and they're they're terrible parents are just like yeah go ahead go to this party that's in this hotel just in like a suite in this hotel for some reason and we we have to talk about the parents because like the parents are like so weird. There's yeah. an entire moment that I like I thought like if this was a movie made today, there would have been some more homoerotic subtext where like the one dude is just like you're working too much, man. You gotta relax. Oh, yeah, come man. down this, come down this slide Water's with me multiple times. <laughs> we're not wearing shirts, and I'm like, are they gonna kiss? Like <laughs> that would have made this more interesting. I gotta say, yeah, it would have been like awesome. Yeah, the, awesome the dad, fiction. The dad was my favorite character because wait, I'm all confused. he wanted, all he wanted to, oh, the dad of of the uh, well, of the twins, because all he yeah. wanted to do is be with his family and go down water slides. <laughs> Who was the other family? The ones with okay, the kid's name, by the way, is Griffin. That's the one I was talking about. The creepy kid. When they said his name, but Griffin, and then the precocious child. Oh my god, I forgot about her. I wasn't watching Madison. I was 
scanning the horizon for ships. Yeah, that's why your deeply repressed feelings are written all over your face. What do you know? Everything. I have a stunning idea. Are those just family friends? I think they were like business partners. He, no, he works. Like, he works like the the dad of the twins is the uh, is the boss. Okay. And because oh. he because he at one point he says I'm the boss and I say it's time for you to you know not think about work for the next five days. <laughs> okay, this even adds uh, more to this relationship. Like ooh. there's some real subtext happening here. Yeah. Write a write an essay on this, guys. And then like. I don't know what the twins' mom does. I don't think she has a job, but then the the family, you know, the family friends slash workers' <laughs> wife is a therapist, but oh. like not a very good one apparently. Oh, oh yeah, oh, God. They brief, she like, briefly mentioned that. I can't believe you remember yeah, that. There's a like the line is like, "I don't need therapy right now. I need mothering right now." And you're oh, like, "What?" That is was happening? weird too. I don't, I don't I need a therapist. I need a mother. But that was confusing because oh, yeah, then I was okay. like, wait, is she that person's mom? And then I got really confused. <laughs> I didn't know who was just, who in this movie. I just wish somebody had walked by. Everyone needs therapy. Look after yourself. And, like, and then the movie just <laughs> continued. But no, it did not happen. And, and the part. And so when I started watching this, the first thing that <laughs> happened was that Weezer came on at the very beginning. And I thought, yes. oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever because this is going to be the only mention of Weezer the entire yeah. movie. And it pretty much was. So then I was just watching an Olsen twins movie where the the audio mixing is the weirdest mixing in the world where it sounds like they just went and dubbed in all the words later. Oh, yes, they may have. And OK, so so I come from a film background, a filmmaking background somewhat i mean i know a little bit you went to film school yeah i went to film school twice um (laughs) and i will say that when you film on a beach you pretty much have to redo all that audio because you have the crashing of the waves and when you cut from shot to shot it's not gonna match so i think a lot of the time they just do that dialogue replacement yeah when you're filming out you know outdoors a lot of movies have a lot of that so um but when it's poorly done i will say that we watched this probably not in the best quality I won't say how, oh. but oh, you guys didn't. I, I perched. I uh, so until the end of time, this will now be connected to my iTunes account because uh, I was not, I was not able to rent this movie for some nope. reason. Like it's not Mary Kay and Ashley were like, no, 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 you can't rent this movie. If you want to watch it, you got, you have to buy it. And I'm like, all right, look, I'm gonna spend half of my pay right now and just buy this movie okay let's go bam we appreciate there you go. Half your an sacrifice half an hour of pay to watch this movie and now i just got an apple tv and all of the recommendations are for other american national <laughs> movies <laughs> and i'm like no you're welcome <laughs> like no so w- okay so let's rank the love interests <laughs> Okay. Okay, in I need the to order, last. Wait. In the order of of uh, creepiest to least creepy. Oh, well. Ah, uh, who's the creepiest? Is I think the, the family friend job? is by far the creepiest to me. He, he's creepiest at the end because at the end he says a line. Oh, I wrote yes. this down. I wrote it down too. Everybody's got a hobby. You're mine. Psychopath (laughs) Run Mary Kate or Ashley Whichever one you are Run for the hills (laughs) To be safe both of you run So until then I mean I thought he just had like 
a crush and it was like kind of well because the marine biologist one i'm gonna call him a marine biologist even though he just cleans up the pools where the (laughs) (laughs) he's not creepy he just seems old which is creepy in itself and the other guy is is just well he like i just feel bad for him yeah Yeah, he has brain damage and i feel bad (laughs) he's He's affable like he, he wants to be nice he wants to be nice but he's just not good at remembering things so i read a really really great book the other day really what's it called the jerk chicken the jerk chicken. Hmm, never heard of that. What's it about? It's a mystery. Uh, it's um, a series, actually. Um, the jerk chicken, the fried sparrow. You know, the the cooked goose. <laughs> You're kidding, right? I mean, a mystery series about different ways to cook a bird. <laughs> Scott, are you feeling okay? Yeah. Okay. Scott, relax. We're cool. We're cool. Tell her I couldn't sleep as the mere thought of spending the day with you made me twitch in anticipation. I didn't sleep. Yeah, I mean, the mere thought of spending the day with you made me itch in anticipation. Not itch, you idiot. Not itch, you idiot. What? Twitch. 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 You are so out of it. It's, it's one of those movies where, like, so often in movies, they're always like, oh, the nerd guy is the best. And then you watch the movies, and you're like, no, the nerd guy is a psychopath. The, like, the jock guy who just means well but isn't super intelligent, he's actually probably the healthiest relationship option for so you. We're saying he's kids. the least creepy, and then I that's, would say the one who, opinion. for a second, I thought was actually involved in smuggling, I'll say he's middle. <laughs> And most yep. creepy yeah. yep. okay. is, is Griffin. <laughs> I will say Griffin, the nerdy guy, until that line, I thought he was fine. Like he was better yeah. than most, like that, like Andrew said that in a lot of these movies, Oh, the nerdy guy is just always kind of like, there's something off about him. And this one, he was like be, actually being a friend but, and actually right. trying to help out in kind his own of, weird way. But it was sort of like there were there were definitely like hints of his creepiness throughout when he like he knows everything about her. Yeah, that's true. It's a little creepy. Like, but we've like all been the there. This is the first right? act in a serial killer movie. Like this is yeah. the first act. <laughs> but I mean if you cut he, it down, yeah. <laughs> he was helping this really dumb guy uh try to get with this girl he has a crush on and not complaining about it at all. Which yeah, but the then he's going to play the, the nice guy card. He's going to be like, yeah. But he, he never did. He will, a, trust yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 got, he's got a full hand of nice guy cards in his yeah. poker deck, and it's he's gonna, bad. He, I guarantee poker. you he's someone who's used the term friend zone before. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> See, I always I always find it in movies, like, super creepy, the, like, let's try to, like, gaslight this woman yeah. into, like, falling in love with the wrong person. Like, yeah. What's the end game for that? Is that they get together, they get married, and then you lose contact with them, and she realizes, oh, I've trapped myself in this loveless relationship. We have nothing in common. Like, think of the I'll dark assume future. that Griffin just has to move in with them and hold up cards, <laughs> key cards, all the time. Oh my god. Now I want some, I want this plot to, like, extend past, like, the normal, like, first date thing that they normally do in movies, and just, like, flash forward to, like, 20 years from now, and they're in their 30s, and it's still happening. Oh, and then, like, Griffin dies, and all of a sudden it's very clear that it was Griffin the whole time. (laughs) So, 
this is on their dartboard. They had, you know, the Cyrano de Bergerac uh, thing where they, you know, hit that dart. And this is a complete, has nothing to do with this. But so back in my early 20s, I used to always hang out at my friend's house and we just get drunk on Bud Light Limes. And watch Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Smoke a lot of pot. (laughs) And no, he, no, not Mary-Kate and Ashley. We we just watch whatever was on the over the air TV because he didn't have cable. Oh, so not Mary-Kate and Ashley. No, but one of them was, uh, you know, PBS. They had a you know, great performances of oh. Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> that was the wishbone version of that. I bet there is one. No, it was like uh, it was like Kevin Klein was one of the guys. Ooh. And, uh, it was like so like I don't know if it was because we were drunk and probably stoned, but it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, I actually it's, didn't know that that was what this was referencing because I've never seen or read that. But I did read it in like the Wikipedia or something or somewhere. Um, but wow, that's very literary of them to include that. Yeah, oh, that is. And in that, now I'm looking it up. There was in 2008 a made for TV. Oh, so I, yeah, so I, we must have saw it right when it happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it starred uh, Kevin Klein, Jennifer Garner, and Daniel Sanjata. Hmm. All right, next episode, guys, we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Weezer song? Oh, no. I just clicked on <laughs> Kevin Sanjata's name to, to see what else he was in. And one of the things in his Wikipedia. <laughs> Is views on the September 11th attacks? Oh my god! <laughs> That's a no, section. Okay. Full circle. Uh, okay, now that you mentioned it, this movie was released a month afterwards. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of. That's oh, you mean two Kind months? of insane. Oh or, no! This yeah. guy was the narrator oh, yeah, in like Loose Change. Oh, oh my no. god! Oh no! <laughs> Why is it always is coming happening? back to September 11th? Oh no! <laughs> what is happening in this podcast? <laughs> I'm very, I'm very uneasy right now. So, this podcast is cursed. This episode is cursed. This is not getting so, released. So, <laughs> so this movie actually, okay. So this is gonna sound crazy, but I've seen another movie that is very movie. similar to this movie. It's called Citizen Kane. Uh, Parent Trap. Yes, yeah, Citizen Kane. <laughs> uh, you may have heard of it. Uh, indie movie. Uh, Parent Trap for Hawaiian Honeymoon. Okay. What? That's not a joke. Didn't make that up. But that movie has triplets in it. And they go on to, <laughs> go to Hawaii instead of this movie where they go to the Bahamas, <laughs> which also includes twins. Uh, but the crazy part is... That movie is so much better because, like, it actually plays with the idea that they're twins. They like there's like a there's a villain. There's like a clear villain in it. There's e- like they're trying to run a dilapidated hotel. It's it, you know. That there's good. just there's, there's levels to it. It's not good, <laughs> but there are levels to it to talk about. Is there a Weezer maybe, song in it by any chance? <laughs> I wish I will dub in a Weezer song. Like I will just start a Weezer. <laughs> But does that movie randomly go in black and white? (laughs) No, no. There's like nothing of like the weird music video things. It's just like this plot, if it was played like straight, like a generic sitcom with like some more goofy stuff. And then there's this movie, which is like a weird David Lynch version of a sitcom plot. I want to talk about how this. Okay, because. Again, I come from a filmmaking background. I would love to use my degree right now. I got my degree in editing. I just want to say that this film was made in editing. Again, they probably filmed like 30 minutes of footage. And they're like, here's the movie. And they gave it to the editor. And he's like, 
all right, I got to make a 90 minute movie out of this. Let's just take this footage. Let's make it black and white. Let's play it a couple times. Put some some effects over it. Let me let me. Oh, there's the scene when they're in the when they're at that party. There's like a part oh where God. it like freeze frames and zooms in and stuff. They do that throughout the party, which is freeze frames and zooms in, and that's to create something. The editor's just like, I have nothing. <laughs> I just can imagine that. And then they go to the to the group that's performing at this party. Yeah. This girl group called Play. Have I heard of them? They, that name sounds super familiar. It does sound familiar. I don't know. I've not heard of them either, but like and, it sounded familiar. But yeah, so while you guys look that up. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> they... In the party scene where this is where all of the, if there was a plot, it would be like the inciting incident is like everything, everything starts there, but then it kind of doesn't start again until 20 minutes left in the movie. Um, that at the end of the party, for some reason they decide, let's just go into a full music video. Like yeah. we're just going to have this performance by play and none of the characters are, are like none of the characters in the movie are in that part. It's literally just them showing play performing. Hi. The hi. Hey, what's up? Not my temperature. Say. Nothing, and uh, keep moving. Ladies, we have a winner. Looks like you're not the only one who thinks so. Now he's what time it is. money on Brianna any day. Oh wow, Play was a Swedish pop girl group consisting of in total seven young women, um Faye Hamlin, Anna Sundstrand, Anias Lemeshi, and Rosie Munter formed Play's original lineup from the band's formation from 2001 until late 2003. <laughs> so they got them right in that sweet spot when they were still a band. Interesting. There are so many. I'm looking at the track titles for their like me us against the world is the song they sing in this movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now there are some weird titles on here. Mm. Um, Watch me now. Hopelessly devoted. <sighs> I don't Creepy. get down like that. Disco <laughs> hippie. Is it love? Wait, wait, wait. What uh, was disco? What hippie? Disco hippie. Yep. I don't I want, get down like that. I'm going to make Disco you love Hippie me. sounds like a That's great a... character from The Simpsons. Wait, did you say I'm going <laughs> to make you love me? These are so yeah. creepy. And that in, that has guest stars on it. Oh, my. They didn't. <laughs> I, they, and Island in the oh. Sun is on the soundtrack, too. Oh, my God. This is just like the uncanny valley of uh, girl groups. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, Play officially uh, split up in 2005, and by that time they had sold almost one million albums. Huh, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's more albums than I've sold. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yes. uh, and the rest of the music in this is so freaking weird. Like, it's just super generic. Yes. And I don't know if you guys remember at one point when all the parents are sitting around and oh, mu this music yeah. comes on that kind of sounds like corn or limp yeah. oh, was the and they refer was to that? it as rap like they're like oh, <laughs> the dad, oh god the dad and the dad raps. starts rapping you know when i think of this music you don't understand what the big deal is i like it really yes huh i find it kind of angry are you angry harrison no i'm open-minded <laughs> all right 
But if you start listening to rap music in the car, I'm taking the bus. Oh, really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, maybe I'll start rapping myself. From the night since I'm a university dorm, when I put pen to paper with the paper to pen for the time to rack and rack and... Oh, my gosh. Wait, but why were they listening to that? I didn't understand. <sighs> why did anything in this movie happen? I don't know. Like I, I said... Like- there there was like a plot for like the first 10 minutes where like they set up that Megan Fox is going to try to, you know, woo the same guy that Mary Kate or Ashley wants to be with. <laughs> By getting his friends arrested. Guys love that, right? <laughs> well, and then and then there's never any tension in that because he immediately does not like her. So it's like, oh, what what's the point of this character? Yeah, I just felt bad. Like it, her, all she did is just get snide remarks given to her. Like she, she there was a part where she just looked sad. Like at a certain <laughs> point in the movie, she just started looking sad. They just cut to her, and it's just Megan Fox looking sad. And it's like, don't worry, Megan Fox, you will be in one good movie. It's okay. Wait, which, which one? A Jennifer's Body. It's. A oh, I haven't movie, seen that, but, okay. but I have heard it's, it's good. Really good. It's I thought really they're gonna good. say Transformers. No, I no, no. I was not gonna say Transformers. Um. Another thing about this movie that makes me feel really uneasy is that, and did you notice, I noticed, I started noticing it partway through, but the camera is always angled. It's never yeah. actually level. Everything is on an angle and it made me, like I started feeling nauseous when I was watching it because every, it feels like I'm on a boat because it'd be like angled to the left and it cut to this other shot and it's angled to the right. And it's just like nothing is ever level. And at the end, when they're like talking to the cinematographer and he's like, hey, I loved working with you guys. Can't wait to work on the next movie. And it's all rehearsed and stuff. And I'm like, I was trying to look at his camera to be like, is it is it level? Like, is your tripod OK? Because like <laughs> nothing, it's nothing is level. And it makes me very uncomfortable. It feels like a horror movie. So I don't know if that's what they were going for or if they're just trying to be hip and like music video. But I did not like it. And it made me feel sick. <laughs> The, the okay, so the ending of this movie, mm-hmm. the oh way it gosh. ends is they now okay, well, real quick, the antiquity plot. The guy Jordan oh, yeah. was his name. He was framed into stealing um, antiquities. Yep. Blah blah blah. For his the, older friend Champlain. <laughs> I oh my! Oh, the so chase scene! Hard. Holy shit! The chase scene! Oh no! The chase scene! Oh, wait, in the oh boat God. when they steal the boat? Or what no, no, no! The chasing where they <laughs> see the him market. in the market. Oh, and they're yeah. chasing it's the two girls and the creepy nerdy guy they're chasing him and then the audio like the dialogue in that is the greatest thing ever because it's just the same thing repeated over and over they're going there he is let's go he's running and it was just those words repeated over and over and they're and they're running like kind of like half like Scooby Doo style, but well, also he's this old real man. Slow, the yeah, old this man. Old, yeah, and then he jumps on it's, a boat and drives away, and we never see him again. He's not the one that gets arrested. It's genuinely one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in yeah. film because yeah. it's like the worst chasing ever. And it goes on for like way too long. Like it, you, and they edit. I think they edit the same shot in a few times, and like oh, like the little weird, kid like, skewed. Oh, they yeah. just zoom in. They just do a zoom oh, in on this God, little yes. Bahamian kid. And oh, it's poor like, editor. I just feel bad. I want to see who edited. They do that this. twice. There's two different kids in the chase sequence. They, oh, was show, it? they yeah. It's like one kid is in the thing, and then there's another kid by the boats. But both times they zoom in on the kid's face, and you're like. <laughs> 
What is happening? Why are you doing this right now? This is like filmed like a World Vision commercial. Like you're gonna ask me to donate. Like it's so <laughs> weird. Yeah. And then and then Champlain jumps on the boat and goes away. And like I said, he when so then the the girls they they want they do this whole thing to try to get him to I don't know what their plan is to get him to go to the police and say I did it. And then, so their next plan is to go to the yacht where the all the antiquities are and steal it. They steal the boat. Yeah. And, and then the police chase them down, and then the police come on the boat, and they're like, look, all these antiquities are here. You can't arrest oh. us because we're white for stealing this boat. <laughs> yeah, they don't get in any um, trouble. The, they the, never The do. other thing to... Yeah, that is weird. The other thing to note during that is the only way they can identify the boat is if the same song is playing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, there's a scene where they go onto this boat, the yacht, for the first time, and then Mary-Kate and or Ashley uh, presses play on a remote, and it just starts playing this like weird See, music. See, it's the same boat. How did she know? How did she know it would be on the exact same thing? I don't know. Like, I don't understand. Like, I guess it wasn't the radio. Like, I would have just assumed I was like the radio or something. Yeah. But she's like, no, I know this is a CD. It's track number two of Disco Kid Hits. Like, this is what's going on here. Um, I want to give I want to give a quick shout out to the editor, Sherwood Jones, <laughs> who also edited uh, Passport to Paris. Our lips are sealed. These are other Mary-Kate movies. You're invited to Mary-Kate and Ashley's school dance party. Uh, Holly in the Sun, uh, Getting There, When in Rome, The Challenge, and a bunch of other stuff, including Van Wilder 2, The Rise of Taj, uh, Toolbox Murders oh. 2, um, oh, no. Fear Clinic, okay. uh, oh some good sounding stuff. And it looks like they're still working. So good for them. You know, yeah, it's hard to hey. get work doing anything. Hey, and they did, you know what? They did a lot with not much. They did their best. That is true. That yeah. is true. They edited the heck out of this. Like, movie. I don't understand why the Academy Award for editing always goes to like a good movie. It should go to a movie <laughs> like this where it's like you can tell they didn't have anything to work with and they had to work really hard to turn 30 minutes into 90 minutes. I think this movie should get the Academy Award for editing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At the end. Okay. So at the end of the movie, when they get Jordan out of jail, they come out. And then the end of the movie is this weird Monty Python and the Holy Grail-esque, just kidding, this is a movie, yeah, ending. Like, they don't end the movie. They all. just <clears throat> go into this uh, weird, like, it, I looked up to make sure, did I miss something? The movie didn't, <laughs> the plot, like, they, it didn't end. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, we're in this, like, weird skit now. It's it's so weird because it, it to me it struck like now I know for sure that whenever a movie is like I'm so smart we're breaking the fourth wall I'm like no Mary Kate and Ashley Holiday in the Sun <laughs> broke the fourth wall too you're not that smart okay <laughs> chill out it was very strange it was very it, strange they're like strange. some of them are like calling their like the mom is calling her agent or something and. Yeah, that was uncomfortable because it's like it almost seemed real. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was real? Like they just decided to put that in the movie and it just would be like, why am I in this movie? Get oh, me out of this movie. We didn't even mention that there are two scenes in the film where Mary-Kate and Ashley have an extended conversation about um, <laughs> about a Metaphors phrase, about like, what do you call it? Uh, turns of phrases. And one of them is like, oh have your God. cake and eat it too. And the other is oh make your God. bed and lie in it. And they like debate it for minutes. Oh my God. 
I totally forgot about that. I'm having an awful time with Scott. I mean, I feel like we have a connection. It's just, he gets so tongue-tied. You know what your problem is? You want to have your cake and eat it, too. Alex, you know that makes no sense. I mean, I have some cake, and then I eat it. <laughs> You're trying to tell me I can't do that? Okay, it's just the same. I mean, everyone knows you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Sure you can. Okay, why are you saying you can? You can't. I mean, everyone knows you can't. I'm saying I can because everybody gets it wrong. What you mean to say is you can't eat your cake and have it, too. Now that you can't have. Hmm. Never thought of it like that. Good point. You can't eat your cake and have it, too. Except... What do you mean, except? There is no except. Okay, just hear me out for a sec, okay? If I eat my cake, it's in my stomach, right? Unless it's on your blouse, yes. And if it's in my stomach, isn't that the same as having it? In a manner of speaking... I want to talk to you more about this later, but... Right now... What's Jordan doing here? I don't know. It's just like, it's, I mean, that's like half the movie, you know? Who wrote, who wrote this movie? Oh, good question. Let's look I wanna, up. Okay. Because I know that a lot of, I know it's kind of a cliche to say, oh, they had to be stoned when they came up with that. <laughs> but this entire thing seems like, like I said, back in the days when I was watching Cyrano de Bergerac with starring a 9-11 truther, <laughs> that <laughs> when, when I was, when I was stoned, I am not one, by the way. I'm saying the actor was, and I disagree with him. Uh, but back in the days when that, these are the kind of arguments I would have, probably, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so writing credits, Brent Goldberg and David Wagner. Um, let's see what they've also done. I'll look up David uh, Wagner. Yeah, okay. So I'm looking up Brent Goldberg. Who oh my wrote, god, I'm crying, guys. He wrote a short, previous, laugh. okay, this first film was a short called Saving Ryan's Privates. I don't know if it's porn. Um, <laughs> Holly and the Sun was next. Then Van oh, Wilder, no. Party Liaison, and then My Baby's Daddy. The Girl Next Door, that was a movie that it's, was terrible that I saw. They must be writing oh. partners because it's all the same stuff. Oh, okay. Underclass. Okay, so, Van so this two. is weird that two alumnus of this film went on to Van Wilder and Van Wilder yes. 2. And Van true. Wilder, freshman year. Huh. I wonder oh, if Mary Kay and Ashley were involved with Van Wilder. Oh, no, wait. They, they, no, they didn't. See, these, these guys, they didn't write the sequels they it's just they're credited because they created the characters oh oh okay huh and i saw who, i saw the girl next door like twice in the theaters i saw it i don't oh, remember it but i have why? this uneasy feeling that i because i was it. a i was like a i was a 19 year old kid and my, all I my mean, 19 year old fair. friends wanted to see it so yeah. <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah wow this you had 10 producers wow Including, as you were mentioning, Andrew, Mary-Kate and Ashley were executive producers on this. Can you well, yeah. can you imagine giving a 15-year-old that much power? Like, there's no way there well, aren't amazing stories. Like, there needs to be an amazing podcast by, like, their, like, production assistant or something. Because, yeah. like, I need to know what happened at this, like, 15-year-old's company. Well, and yeah. now they're, like, these weird, like, fashion gremlins that just kind of... <laughs> You don't feed them after midnight. Like, <laughs> don't let them make holiday in the sun after midnight. I, I'm just I, looking I up. What, um, <laughs> I'm looking up the cinematographer too, David Lewis. Wow, at least these people are like working a lot. Um, well, the, the writers haven't worked in, in ten years, so that's true. Wait, 
They're fraternal twins. <gasps> what? Oh, really? Yeah, according to Wikipedia. Oh, the cinematographer oh. worked on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, that's that's cool. Oh. Wow. And Leprechaun See, Three. Was he was a, the director was... of photography on Leprechaun Three and oh, Leprechaun no, Four. No. <laughs> oh no! Leprechaun Is that the one in the four. hood? And Children of the no. Corn Five. <laughs> oh no! Okay, no. <laughs> Leprechaun Four is when Leprechaun is in space, and it's one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Uh, oh. But of course, I have seen it. Uh, I have not seen that Children of the Corn one though. Have you seen Atomic Dog? N- no. It's a TV, you know what? TV movie from 1998. When a pooch is irradiated by a nuclear plant and threatens the town, only a teenage boy can redeem him. Well, I, I guess I know what I'm doing the rest of my night. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Atomic Dog. Just look at David Lewis's entire filmography. I'm sure it's all great. I mean, there's a lot of Mary Kay and Ashley in there too. But the David Lewis cast, where I go through his entire filmography <laughs> and just podcast. Yes, please do, please do. Me, me and that same friend that I've mentioned a bunch of times this time, uh, this episode, what, me and him had an idea. This is probably. Like, 10 years ago to have a podcast where it was about the actor Kevin Corrigan, <laughs> who's just one of those character actors that you would know if you saw him. And uh, we want to call it the Kevin Corrigan again podcast. <laughs> and, and we never did it, but he was in like, you know, Goodfellas and like he was on the TV show Fringe and it was recurring on there. And like he was just like, and all these like great stuff. He's just this character, this really good actor. He's a character actor. Huh. He appeared mostly in independent films and television since 1990s, since the 1990s. Oh, he was in Goodfellas, The Departed, Superbad, Pineapple Express. Good stuff in there. Yeah. I looked up a, I looked up Atomic Dog and it gave me a local business called Atomic (laughs) Dog Boutique Bistro and Grooming. Ooh. Uh, It's like, Like that that could either be a dog grooming place or or a really weird hot dog place. Or both. We don't know. <laughs> or both, yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. Look, we watched this whole movie. Can you believe and, it? And I, I know, like I said, we're jumping around and everything, but this fits the movie. So, like, we didn't we didn't even get into Jordan singing the song to Mary-Kate and or Ashley. Oh, my um, God. I forgot about that. Oh, goodness gracious. And he and, sounds like a 25-year-old man, too. Well, yeah, cause because that's, it was got, just, like, yeah. a different song. Like, mm-hmm. it was an actual song. And then uh, we didn't even get into how the movie is 40% montage. Again, like you said, the editor. That poor and editor. Oh. My, oh, and my other favorite line from this movie, besides the, you know, everybody's got a hobby one, was uh, when when they go to jail and one Mary-Kate and or Ashley says, it's not American Express, it's Midnight Express. What? <laughs> And it's like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. I don't even remember that. Um, do you guys know? Wait, have you ever seen Vertigo? The yes. Hitchcock movie? You know that that shot that they do? Oh, where no, I just saw the remake. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> there kidding. was no remake of Vertigo. You're thinking of Psycho. Oh, no, I, I was thinking of Rear Window. <laughs> they even made Rear Window? <laughs> Wasn't it Shia LaBeouf? Was it? Suburbia? suburbia or it's, uh, oh, yeah. Something. They didn't call it Rear Window. Anyway, the point is, do you know that Vertigo shot where it's like you oh, zoom in? Oh, there is in. a modern remake of Rear well, Window you... with Christopher Reeve. Oh, real? Oh, and Daryl Hannah yeah. and Robert Forrester. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I cut you off, but I anyway. had to say that information. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I don't know if it's going to make sense if you haven't seen it, but um, 
you know the vertigo shot where Jimmy Stewart's like looking down the the thing, and it's like they they zoom in with the camera while they pull out with the camera, or they zoom out while they push in, and yeah. it just looks yes. vertigo. They do that shot in this movie. Oh. I forget what the what the purpose of it was, but I wrote down vertigo shot. I think it's when they see the boat maybe at the end, and they're like, "Oh, okay." It's like okay. a weird vertigo shot. Um, it was very strange, just like everything. The- in this movie. The reaction yeah. shot of Jimmy Stewart with all the crazy kaleidoscope imagery behind him, Ooh. that was me when I finished the movie, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> No, it was the 2001 shot, where you're just like seeing <laughs> flashes of it. <laughs> That's what this, they, someone should edit 2001 of Space Odyssey, so he's just watching this movie. <laughs> well, instead of being like a guy in a white room, it's just like, Mary-Kate and Ashley. <laughs> Uh, look, I don't know. What, notes for I don't know any. what happened at the end of 2001 either. So you know. So, so 2001 is just like Holiday in the Sun, is what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much, the end of 2001 is this movie. Oh, I have one more line I have to I have to say before we finish this, and it's from my from Jordan, who, the one guy I know the name of his character for some reason. Which one is that? He's the marine biologist one, okay. as you call him, <laughs> where he's talking to Mary Kate and or Ashley. And he's talking about the aquarium and he says, some people say it's the largest in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I I love because, you know, that came from like Atlantis's PR team. No, but it's like, look, some people say (laughs) who says that? And that's a a provable fact. Is it or is it not? <sighs> They're like, look, we want to make a timeless movie. There may at one point be a larger aquarium, so just put in some people say. <laughs> and Atlantis is either in the Mediterranean or the Caribbean. We don't know. Wait, do they say both? They, the the nerd guy says that oh. <laughs> uh, says that it might be in the Caribbean, but some say it's in the Mediterranean. What? Oh yeah. my god. Anyways, Weezer. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Weezer, by the way, they got like top billing sort of. They got like something in the beginning credits. It said Island the Sun by Weezer written by Rivers Cuomo. They make sure to add that, which is interesting. And I know that, you know, music credits and movies, they usually do say who writes them. But usually it's like a whole list of like written by so-and-so, performed by so-and-so, you know, licensed by like this, you know, Geffen or whatever. It's not in the opening, in the title It's not. I don't think it's in the end either because I watched it and they don't say like performed by, I mean, it does say Island in the Sun by Weezer, written by Rivers Cuomo, like just as big as everything else. And I wonder if he asked them to do that. (laughs) Like that was part (laughs) of the contract. Like you have to say written by Rivers Cuomo. I don't know. I would like to know the story behind this, but there's no information except that I, I want to know hilarious. so much about this. <laughs> so do you think Rivers has actually watched this movie? No. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't picture him watching movies. No. Like any <laughs> just, just at all. He's just above watching movies. Yeah. Or like he just watches like, I bet he just watches anime. Yeah. Probably. Oh God. I bet you that's so true. <laughs> It's got like a katana collection. Um, uh, well, can I bring up a Rivers tweet? Yeah. Are we are we on to Rivers tweets? Do we have anything yeah, else we I, really want to say about this? My brain is shredded. 
I mean, I've like if you've made it this far, um, you have experienced what we experienced watching this movie, which this is, is complete the, confusion. This is the dumbest episode we've ever done, and I love it so much. Yeah, I love this episode so, so much. It's just like I wonder if any other podcast has done uh, oh, a whole breakdown sure. of Holiday in the Sun. Is there a Mary Kate and I, Ashley Olsen podcast? I oh. don't know. <laughs> This could be a market, guys. Guys, this could be the next hit podcast. I am, I am not doing that. I could, I could barely like Sarah. Sarah watched it the night before I did, mm-hmm. and I, and I was like, oh, at least it's short. And she said, it feels like it's long, and it does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, because it's so stretched out. I think that's why. Like I, this, yeah, this eighty-seven minute movie seriously yes. felt longer than The Irishman, and I haven't watched The Irishman, but I. <laughs> Isn't that good to know if someone goes, hey, have you seen The Irishman? Like, no, I was too busy watching Holiday in the Sun. Sorry. <laughs> I spent Can't my evening watching this movie. I've My free time is precious, and I watched this movie. And then we talked about it for almost as long. <laughs> I've devoted two of my evenings to this film. But talking about it is much more fun than watching. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Very true. Um, so, Rivers Tweets. I found one, at least one, um... And this is from September 29th, 2018. I think I heard one of our songs in a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. And he spelled Ashley without the E. Oh, Oh, okay. At first I thought you said without the Y and I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm looking at the comments. Uh, Oh my God. Oh no. So I'm looking at the comments and one person says, Island in the sun in holiday in the sun. First time I heard you guys and I'm glad I found you. (laughs) Oh Wow. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of like girls that were born in like the late 80s and early 90s that this was their first exposure to Weezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone else says, first time I heard Island in the Sun, LMAO. That's, they're laughing. That's what that means. Uh, <laughs> somebody commented, don't you get to say whether your songs are used in a movie or not? <laughs> oh. That's great. Someone else says, make sure you're getting paid for it. <laughs> oh, man. I love comment sections. They're the so idea great. that it just somehow someone just put it in the yeah. movie and like didn't clear it. And it's Mary Kate and Ashley were just like, look, just put it in the movie. Don't ask him. Just put it in the movie. And the people think Rivers is actually serious when he's like, I think we, I think the song was in a movie. And they're like, you guys should get paid for that. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, the Internet. So well, good. Do we have anything else to say about this disaster? No. No. Andrew. Oh my god, are we recording? Oh, I thought we were almost recording on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. But um <laughs> Are we though? Looking up new new tragedies though. <laughs> no, I think we are. No, it's that that's on the seventh. Right. I know. I said almost. Oh yeah. <laughs> two days away. Andrew <laughs> where, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, you know, talking all about <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Uh, you know, that's all my podcasts are. The Pearl movie or, uh, the, no. or the disaster oh, or the God. event. <laughs> we have to have multiple episodes of the podcast, so we've got to cover it all. Um, <sighs> yes, uh, I have a podcast, uh, Milkshakes and Mimosas, where we just talk about the TV show Riverdale, which mm. is likewise completely insane. <laughs> and I have another podcast where I talk about Laura Dern, and it's called The Derncast. Yay! And it, did Laura Dern great. ever appear with the Olsen twins? <laughs> I hope uh, not. You know what? I'm I, doubt. I hope not for her sake. I doubt <laughs> she because... She was in one Lifetime movie, so I have to find that. 
the only actor that I knew besides the Olsen twins in this movie was uh, uh, Megan Fox. And as we've said, this was her first ever role. So mm-hmm. I don't think established actors. I wonder if she's ever said anything about this. Like, I want to interview Megan Fox and only ask Holiday in the Sun questions. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, I was there for like 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's and then, true. And then I called the cops on them because they were being too loud and they got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened in real life again. Not as the script. Yeah. Oh, so Sorry, good. but yeah. Okay. So uh, do you have a Twitter or anything you want to tell people to go? To? Oh, Yes, sorry, I'm terrible at plugging my own material. Uh, follow me on Twitter at WineMovieNerd if you so wish. And uh, Sarah, what about you? Um, just before I give my plugs, I would like to say that there's an article that we'll put a link to. It says Megan Fox revisits her early roles, including Holiday in the Sun's iconic Brianna Wallace. Um, <laughs> uh, and she said, uh, she said of this movie, I don't need to ever see it again. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Megan. I agree with you. Uh, though Fox said she hasn't kept in touch with the Olsen twins since the movie released in 2001. She did per- she did praise their career evolution. Look at what they've gone on to do, Fox said. That's amazing what they've done, creating those fashion brands. Icons. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah Iyer. I'm on Twitter at Sarah and Julie Iyer. And, uh, you know, if you like movies, you can listen to one of my other podcasts, The Bluth, The Whole Bluth, and Nothing But The Bluth, uh, where we talk about animated films. Uh, and the podcast, if you like cats, why not? Uh, where are you, Matt? Uh, I am at FBI Hop on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's about all I have. Um, but this this here podcast, <laughs> I, was, I was called it a website. You can uh, <laughs> you can follow us at WeezerPod everywhere: <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and as we did earlier, if you give us a five star review. We will uh, read it on the best episode where we <laughs> just slowly go mad <laughs> talking about holiday in the sun. But yeah, we'll read it. We'll read it on the on a future recording. Um, and if you have any emails for us, WeezerTurnPod at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, I think all that's left to say is Mary Kate and Ashley, if you're listening, call us. <laughs> so we have questions about Weezer for you. <laughs> uh. That's Everybody's it. got a hobby, right? Oh, Weezer's God. mine. Ugh. Weezer's mine. <laughs> Being creepy is mine. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.